In today's episode, I will go over the SharePoint backup alternatives. I will explain the seven tips, seven features you can use in place of the traditional SharePoint online backup. Welcome to the SharePoint Maven podcast. If you are an end user, power user, or administrator, frustrated and overwhelmed with all the constant changes happening in SharePoint Online and Office 365, then you, my friend, are in the right place. Each week, you can expect easy, insightful, and actionable steps that will help you correctly set up and adapt to SharePoint and Office 365. And now, your host, Greg Zelfand. Hello again. Yes, this is me, Greg Zelfand. Thank you very much for listening to my podcast and welcome to episode number 21 of SharePoint Maven podcast. So in today's episode, we will talk about SharePoint online backup. Specifically, I will go over the seven features, the seven tips to consider in place of the traditional backup in SharePoint. First, let me explain to you what I'm talking about. If you migrated to SharePoint Online from file shares or from older on-premises versions of SharePoint, then most likely your IT team had backed up your files, your content on a regular basis. And they did the backup for a number of reasons. In case if something happens to one of the servers, uh, you have uh, the data to go back to, or in case maybe you have a crazy employee, delete a bunch of files at once, uh, for such scenarios, there was always a backup, and just in case, you could go back in history and maybe you know go back to the way SharePoint looked a week ago, a month ago, etc. Essentially, backup you know gave you a peace of mind, right? In case if something happened, you could always go back in history and reinstate the data to how it was you know at a certain period of time. Now in SharePoint Online, backups are not as easy as they used to be. And the primary reason for that is because the data does not reside in your servers, it resides on Microsoft servers. And in SharePoint Online, Officer 65, out of the box, there is really no backup. Now to be correct, to be precise, Microsoft does obviously backup the data, but they do it for their own purposes. They do it so that they can continue serving you as a customer, so they can deliver the reliability that they promised to deliver to us, all right? Microsoft does backup data on their end, but again, they do it for their own purposes, just in case if something happens to one of their data centers. It's not a sort of backup where you can call Microsoft and ask them to reinstate your SharePoint site to the way it looked like a week ago, a month ago, all right? Uh, this service is not available. So again, out of the box, there is really no consumer backup available in SharePoint Online and Office 365. Now, there are a handful of companies that do allow you to backup uh, SharePoint Online and OneDrive uh, and other apps within Office 365. But again, this is not something that is available out of the box. This is a third-party service that you have to purchase separately. Majority of my clients, which are small businesses, small to medium-sized businesses, they choose not to backup SharePoint Online primarily due to cost reasons, among other things. Whether you decide to back up your data or not in SharePoint Online is going to be your business decision. However, what I would like to do in this particular episode is provide you with a few tips, few techniques for you to consider and utilize in place of the traditional backup. So consider those to be the alternatives to the backup in SharePoint Online and OneDrive. I'll start with alternative number one. The first thing for you to consider in place of traditional backup in SharePoint Online is the proper security setup in SharePoint. One of the reasons for the data loss in SharePoint and OneDrive is improper security setup. 
if your users only need to access the information, the files and folders uh, without the ability to delete them, maybe you should not give them edit access. Maybe all they need is a read-only access. Or if you want your users to be able to add edit delete files, maybe you should never give them full control, the admin access, which will allow them to delete the whole site. I always advise my clients to give users the minimum security they need to do their job. And in some cases, it could be read-only access. In some cases, it could be edit access. But in most cases, it, it should not be full control or admin access over the site, which is something I see quite often. Alternative number two, the recycle bin. We do have a very primitive option to restore our data, and that's something called the recycle bin. This is essentially where everything ends up after you hit the delete button. I blogged previously about the recycle bin. I'll uh, probably include the link to that uh, blog post in the show notes, but I would make sure your users understand how the recycle bin works and how the users can easily restore the files. And the beauty about the recycle bin, first of all, it does retain the data for 93 days. So you do have quite some time, several months at least to restore data, but also the recycle bin allows the users to restore the data, the files deleted by others as well. And you don't even need to call IT or admins. Any end user, any regular team member with edit privileges can go to the recycle bin, uh, restore their own files, restore their files deleted by others as well. Every single site, every single SharePoint site has its own recycle bin. And again, users can just go in, click on the recycle bin uh, through the menu and uh, restore the files as they wish. Kind of related uh, to the topic of the recycle bin, we also have the a tenant recycle bin available to IT admins, SharePoint admins uh, at the site collection at the site level. And this allows SharePoint admins to restore whole sites. So if somebody deleted a whole site, whether it's a team site connected to an Office uh, Microsoft 365 group or a communication site, those with a SharePoint admin role can uh, log into the uh, SharePoint admin center and easily restore the sites from the recycle bin. Uh, and again, uh, there is a threshold of 93 days um, during which the sites can be retrieved. Alternative number three, technique number three for you to utilize is the restore document library functionality. It is a relatively new feature in SharePoint Online. We did not have it up until recently, but essentially what this feature allows you to do, it allows you to reinstate, restore the whole document library. Now the recycle bin feature I just covered, this was for occasional deletions. If somebody deletes, you know, a few files and folders here and there. Restore document library allows you to restore the whole library. It's for much more catastrophic events than just deleting a few files and folders. Essentially what this feature allows you to do, it allows you to uh, rewind to a previous state uh, for the document library. So again, if somebody um, you know, did something stupid to the library, deleted uh, a huge number of files, or maybe, you know, some of your files got corrupted, uh, hit by a virus, etc. What you can do is uh, restore the document library, and you can only go back 30 days, not 93, just like the recycle bin. You only have 30 days to go back in history uh, and essentially choose one of the previous, you know, dates, a, a previous timestamp, and the library will rewind to the way it looked like a week ago, two weeks ago, whatever you choose. Now, restore a document library feature is only available to site owners, right? Those with full control at the site level. This is not available to regular site members. 
the recycle bin is, but the restore document library feature is only available to site owners. To access this feature, if you are a site owner, all you need to do is just navigate to the library, click on the document library you want to restore, click that uh, gear icon, that little settings, the wheel icon in the upper right -hand corner, and choose the restore document library option. Feature number four for you to consider is something called alerts. This is a feature we had in SharePoint forever. It's a classic feature. And what it allows you to do is send email notification when something happens at the document library or a list level. So if somebody adds a document or modifies the document or deletes the document, you can set an alert for yourself as an end user and be notified about it. So for example, if you are a site owner and you don't even need to be a site owner, you can be a regular site member. I'm just giving it to you as an example. If you are a site owner or site member concerned about the data loss, what you can do is navigate to the specific uh, document library and set up a trigger, set up an alert uh, on that library and be notified in case if somebody deletes uh, you know, something from the library or particular folder. And you can set up a frequency for this alerts. You can be notified immediately. You can be notified once a day, once a week. But long story short, you can be notified when somebody deletes something from that library. So just another way for you to be aware of what's going on with your content. And in my opinion, a relatively simple technique to use. Alternative number five, version history. Quite often, the reason why we need a backup is not necessarily because we deleted a bunch of files, it's because we want to reinstate the previous version of the file. Maybe it was an important document, important file, and we messed it up and we need to go back in history. Well, the beauty about SharePoint Online and OneDrive is that we have version history enabled automatically there. And version history essentially tracks all your activities and allows you to go back in history to a particular you know, version of the document. In SharePoint on-premises, this feature was available, but it was not enabled uh, out of the box. You actually had to enable it. Luckily, we don't need to enable it in SharePoint Online on OneDrive. It's enabled automatically. By default, it stores the last 500 versions of each document, and you can go up to 50,000 if you want. And version history is not something you have control over. Essentially, you modify the document, you save it, another version is created for you automatically. But it is a nice mechanism for you to reinstate the previous version of the document. So if you worked on the document, an important document, and maybe your colleague you know, didn't know about this and messed it up, and you, not a problem at all. You can easily go back in history, just uh, uh, right-click on the document, choose version history, and choose one of the previous versions available in the list. And the beauty, another beauty about the version history is that you cannot even disable it, all right? In the past, we used to disable it. We could disable it, but not anymore. In SharePoint Online and OneDrive, you cannot disable version history. I think the minimum you can go is 100, uh, but like I said, by default, it stores the last 500 versions of each document. Alternative number six for you to consider is setting up some retention and record management policies. All these techniques are listed so far. They kind of relied on users to do something, all right? However, if you want to have a true peace of mind, what you can do is set up some retention and record management policies. Retention policies will prevent deletions for a certain period of time, however you set it up. And if you truly want to prevent deletions you know, forever on a certain piece of content, you can set up record management policies. Record management policies essentially will designate you know, certain documents as records and will prevent deletions altogether. 
you can set up those retention policies at the site level. You can set them up at the library level, folder level, file level, however you choose. You can also automatically apply those retention policies based on certain conditions as well. Of course, the beauty about this particular technique, you're no longer relying on your end users to do something. Uh, it pretty much will prevent, will physically prevent users from um, you know, deleting or even modifying a particular record. And the last alternative uh, for you to consider in place of traditional backup, alternative number seven, and probably the most important one is training. Yes, training. In my opinion, and this is just something that is based on my observations, majority of time, the deletions that occur are not intentional, they're unintentional. They usually happen because users have no idea what they're doing. They do something stupid because they have never been trained. They they do not know how a particular SharePoint feature works. Just to give you an example, and again, I'm basing it on my observations, but I receive an email at least once a week from users deleting huge amounts of data when they synchronize information to their computers. What happens is that users synchronize the entire library to their computer. They press that sync button on top of the library. Of course, that synchronizes the whole library to their computer and they don't realize that it's a two-way connection between their computer and a SharePoint document library. So when they try to delete some files from their C drive because they think it's going to clear up some storage on their laptop, they actually end up deleting content from the document library from the SharePoint site. So it's usually a lack of training that leads to situations like this when users have no idea how a particular feature works. And when I deliver training to my clients, for example, I do explain how this feature works. I also explain how to prevent what I just described. And to prevent this particular situation from ever happening, uh, it's actually a pretty simple fix. Uh, all the user has to do is just uh, uh, go to settings within OneDrive and stop the link, break the link, stop the synchronization between the library and their computer. And once they do, they can easily delete the files from their computer. It's not going to affect anything on the SharePoint site. And again, it's all about basic training and users understanding how a particular feature works and what actually happens when they do something in SharePoint and OneDrive. So in my opinion, this is the most critical aspect, the most critical you know, feature for you. Not even a feature, it's more of a technique alternative for you to consider in place of a traditional SharePoint online backup. So that's all I wanted to cover in this particular episode. Hopefully you picked up some uh, new information, some new techniques. As always, happy to see you on my blog, sharepointmaven.com. Thanks for listening. Have a great rest of the day and talk to you next week. Goodbye. Thank you very much for listening to the SharePoint Maven podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please head over to the Apple Podcasts app and leave a review. 